what is up eagles nation um we got a lot to talk about with this first game against washington <laughs> and the train wreck we just saw before we get into that my name is Kevin, and I would like to reintroduce you to Eagles Flight Weekly. Um, I did do one episode of this a couple months ago, kind of just to test the waters, dip my toes, see how I feel about it. Then uh, things got a little hectic with the whole COVID-19 thing, and also I work for the post office, so as the pandemic started getting bigger and bigger i had more work to do delivering packages and all that nonsense so uh kind of had to put some things to the back burner including some of my podcasts such uh including eagles flight weekly and let's be honest it was kind of tough to talk about football after the draft uh and there's very little practice that was going on very little training camp well we didn't even know if there was going to be a, a season this year so uh Kind of, it was kind of tough to do a weekly show, but somehow, despite all the odds against it, here we are, week one of the NFL 2020 season. We just got done with all the games on Sunday. Uh, as the time of recording, it is Monday, and there's going to be a game tonight. But we're here to talk about the Eagles game one of the 2020 season. And Oh boy, uh, yeah, <laughs> we have a lot of interesting stuff to talk about, don't we? We were winning 17-0, everything was looking good, offense was on fire, Wentz was on fire, Jalen Rager made a pretty incredible down-the-field catch, touchdowns from Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz, we were looking like what we wanted to see. The game ends, we lose 27-17. 27 unanswered points to Washington. First, we do need to give a shout-out to Washington that never lost that uh, fire. They had a desire to win. They did not quit. They were in the game the whole time. They didn't back down, even when the odds were against them. They kept fighting. Uh, and this, once we started to feel the pressure, we buckled. So l let's give an honest, like honest props, kudos, credits, whatever. They go to Washington because they deserve it. They outplayed us. They outwitted us. And they fought harder and more than we did. So let's not, let's not take anything away from Washington. With that said, though, we were leading... 17 to nothing. Everything was going our way. What happened? A whole lot of things. But let's start with eight sacks. Uh, the Eagles O-line, which we knew was going to be a problem this week's. This week, we knew it was going to be a problem because of injuries, including Lane Johnson. During the game, one of our backups that filled in got injured, and then we needed a third stringer to fill in the hole. It did not work in the slightest. Wentz got sacked eight times. Had to deal with constant pressure. 
even in the fir- even in the first half when Philly was playing lights out, we were still letting sacks get through. It just got worse as the game went on. Uh, we had Ertz make a good catch. Goddard made a good catch. Uh, they both got touchdowns. Jalen uh, Jalen Rager made an incredible down the field catch, which is exactly what I wanted to see out of him. When we drafted him, we wanted to see a young, quick receiver make explosive plays, and that's exactly what we saw out of Rager. And if we see things like that throughout his time as an Eagle, I think the fans and him are going to have a good relationship. Uh, We had no run game. The run game just non-existent. Um, Second half of the game... We had a couple dropped passes. Uh, defense couldn't stop Washington. Questionable coaching decisions. Uh, Deshaun Jackson did not play as much as he should have, especially when we needed him. We really needed to see a whole lot. We needed to. See, the Eagles were starting to tank. They needed a shot of adrenaline and a down the field a bomb by Wentz to Jackson, would have been exactly that. To take any wind of momentum out of Washington, just a gut punch. But we never got that opportunity. Once Washington took over, it was all them. We couldn't stop it. The offensive line was a huge, huge part of it. But we can't ignore... What we saw from Wentz in the second half. I love Wentz. I think he's a fantastic quarterback with potential to be one of the top elite quarterbacks in the league. The problem is games like this. An elite quarterback won't have so many issues like this. Wentz uh, couldn't handle the pressure. He was missing. He was... He threw a bunch of bad throws, whether he was overshooting, undershooting, throwing over somebody too far, like one direction to somebody else, uh, missing just completely open receivers such as uh, Deshaun Jackson once. He was completely open. He was clapping, waving his arms, trying to get Wentz's attention. Wentz didn't even notice. Those are the things we cannot see an elite quarterback do. And that's one of the frightening things about Wentz. We do see some inconsistencies out of him. And uh, that that's not a good thing for somebody you want to take over your franchise and to run it for the next however, six, seven, eight years. You don't want to see someone who's inconsistent. You want someone to be as consistent and as solid as brick. You want a Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Wentz has the talent to be one of them. We just have to see if he's going to be consistent enough. Also, we can make it through the whole season. Which, granted, last year, in the regular season, he did. Um, We'll see if he can do it again. We'll see. I have faith in Wentz. Hopefully, he'll be able just to swallow this one, come back with a new focus, and be ready for the LA on uh, for game two, the offensive line. We need the actual 
offensive line to come back. This line that we had for uh, week one was kind of just thrown in, uh, thrown together. It was, <laughs> it was whatever we could do, whatever we had available. That's what it was, and uh, it it just didn't work. So hopefully we get our actual line back. Hopefully we get to see more Deshaun Jackson, Rager, Hightower, um, our Sega Whiteside. Who apparently had a fantastic camp, and then this game <laughs> became a ghost and just vanished. So we got to see these guys. Um, injuries, injuries is a huge issue with this team. I don't know what to do about it. I don't know who to blame. I want to blame somebody. I don't know who. We've changed uh, the training and medical staff. We we've made changes. Uh, so I don't know if it's coaching, if they're being pushed uh, too much. I don't know. But here's a list of injuries we got right now. Vinnie Curry, Brandon Graham, Craig James. And uh, for people who missed week one, Derek Barnett, Javon Hargrave, Lane Johnson, Miles Sanders. Johnson had an ankle thing. Barnett and Sanders both have hamstrings. It's not good. Not good. It's week one. It is week one. We shouldn't have all these injuries going into the first week. But here we are. And it only got worse as the game went on. And now week two, we have more injury problems. To sum up week one, Washington wanted to win more than we did. They played the whole game. Once we felt the pressure, we buckled. They deserve the win. We deserve the loss. We can play better, and I'm sure we will. Hopefully, we see it week two. Hopefully, Wentz is better. Hopefully, the line plays better. Hopefully, we get some of those guys back. And hopefully, we get to see some real firepower out of Deshaun Jackson, Jalen Rager, and the like. There's a couple more things to talk about with the Eagles, though. Just besides game one. Uh, a couple things that concern me for the future. The first thing. Zach Ertz. He's been pretty public about his uh, contract extension. And uh, we know that there's been some issues between Zach Ertz. Howie Roseman. Um, Ertz is kind of playing this year. Like he expects this to be his last. Um, Ertz plays, he's one of the most intense, passionate players I've seen on this team. He is a fan favorite. He's one of my favorites. I love Zach Ertz, but I have a feeling this might be his last year. And it's not any fault of his own. It's just, we're going to be in cap hell for a while. I think that's why we didn't make a big enough splash in the offseason. I just don't think we had the cap room to, to spare, frankly. One way to get around that is if you do something about Ertz, and instead of having Ertz, you just focus on Dallas Goddard. Goddard was one of the consistent pieces we had last season, who was always reliable, would catch the damn balls thrown his way, he didn't get injured, and this first game, he looked like how he did last year. 
if this is the kind of player we're going to get, Roseman might be thinking, well, why do we need him and pay all this money for Ertz? Let's get rid of Ertz and just focus on Goddard. And if that's the case, I totally get it. For what it's worth, actually, uh, week one, then did this game with Washington, Ertz had three catches for 18 yards and a touchdown. Goddard caught eight passes for 101 yards, had a touchdown. So uh, Wentz clearly has no issues with Goddard. Goddard has no issues catching from Wentz. So that is a definite weapon right there. And I have a feeling, unless something happens... I got a feeling we may be seeing Ertz's last season or just his time running out with the Eagles, which when that time comes, I'm going to be sad. Very sad to see it because I love him. I love Zach Ertz, but we're going to have to make some painful decisions soon over this cap space problem. Uh, There's been another thing I saw, an interesting article on BleedingGreenNation.com. The articles from John Stolness or Stolnice. Uh, the article is titled, Is it really possible time is running out for Doug Peterson? Basically explaining that there's been some turmoil between Coach Peterson, Harry Roseman, and Jeff Lurie. Uh, Lurie wants offense. He wants more offense, but we have a bunch of injuries and you have ownership and Roseman doing one thing, Peterson doing something else. Ownership getting involved with Peterson's coaching staff. I I have a feeling we're going to pretty soon see a power struggle. And if I have to pick sides, I'm going to go with Peterson. Because I overall, I like Harry Roseman. But I do feel like he's done some questionable decisions... Whether it was talent he got that didn't work out, or it was just not getting a certain talent, I feel like I feel like I have more questions about Roseman than Peterson. I want to give Peterson benefit of the doubt. Speaking of the future of the Eagles, let's take a look at the upcoming remaining games we got. We're going to be playing the Rams, Bengals, 49ers, Steelers, Ravens, Giants, Cowboys, Giants, Browns, Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Cardinals, Cowboys, and then ending with Washington. This is not going to be an easy schedule. And I feel like this game, even though it was only week one, I really do feel like this was kind of a, uh, maybe not must win, but as close to much must win as you can get. Because I don't think the Rams are going to be easy. <laughs> the Ravens are definitely not going to be easy. The Seahawks, the Saints, the Packers, that's all going to be tough. Cardinals played pretty decent. So I don't think they're going to be a pushover either. And even in 2018, when we went 13-3 and and the Giants went 3-13... and we only beat the Giants that first game from a freak 61-yard kick that Jake Elliott managed to get. So even when we're definitively better than other teams in our division, the division always puts up fights with each other. Or at least a lot of the time they put up fights. 
the so if hopefully this was just week one and uh we correct the ship but if this is going to be an indication about how we can expect the team to play we're not we're going to be in for a rough season and this is the question i want to pose to you let's say the season doesn't go well let's say we go eight and eight maybe seven and nine who knows what we miss the playoffs what do you think is going to happen what's going to happen with howie roseman with coach peterson Wentz, uh you know we got jalen hurts zach Ertz. do you think we're going to see some drastic changes or do you think we're going to maybe keep this crew for another year or two what do you think is going to happen i'm curious to find out myself uh next game september 20th 1 p.m where we are going to be at home at lincoln financial field hosting the los angeles rams currently we are a one point favorite at home against the rams hopefully we can bounce back and then hopefully we continue to fly and everything's okay Maybe we can just look back in a few weeks and just laugh this off as a weird fluke game and nothing else. Um, I guess we'll see. Uh, I think this season, the 2020 season, I think this is going to be one of the most important seasons in a while for this team. Because depending on how this team goes, good or bad, I think we're going to see some changes by the end of this year. Not just because of week one, but there's been articles of you know, controversy with Howie Roseman, with offense, Coach Peterson, Deshaun Jackson, all the injuries, older players. We'll see what happens. Uh, somehow, it's football time. Don't know how this happened, but here we are. And uh, hopefully the rest of the year goes a little better than week one did. So I'm going to talk to you guys next time following the LA Rams game. Hopefully with an Eagles victory. And then hopefully we're sitting tied 1-1. One and one. Then hopefully we can continue... To go upwards to win another NFC Championship and make another push to the playoffs. Until then, I will see all of you guys next time on the next Eagle Flight Weekly.